For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Numbers, the guy should be in the Hall of Fame. But then I was making a case for Steve Jackson, too, because, you know, I don't think he ever really had help, whether it was college or the NFL, because when he got to the Rams, most of those linemen that were in the Super Bowl years, even Pace and those other guys, they were getting older. Mm -hmm. So, like, that was a a one-man wrecking crew, Steve Jackson. Oh, I I wanted Steve Jackson as a Seahawk so bad in that draft. <laughs> I just remember wanting it so bad. Even though he's a beeve and all that, I was like, I don't care. I want him so bad. And then that he was a Ram? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> and I had to watch him score all those touchdowns from the one-yard line. Is this pre-Marshawn, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this he was... would have been beast mode pre-beast mode, you know? Yeah, this is the year before me. That was the draft. Um yeah, dude, it was a monster. I would have appreciated the Hawks taking him, just knowing that I was going to be a, f- a future Hawk, not having <laughs> to play him twice oh. a year. Oh, yeah. Like I did. I played him in, you know, him, Marshawn. I played them in college. And then luckily I got to join force with Marshawn for a year out here. But um, but the, the NFC West back then, running back-wise, was stacked. Um, Steve Jackson, Frank Gore, uh, Edge James. And mm. then we had the MVP, Sean. So yeah. it was, uh, man, it was crazy. Yeah, those were the times, man. And you, but you had to tackle him in college and in the pros. Yeah. Oof. Too many years in a row. <laughs> Do you remember was, one in particular? It was seven long years. Well, oh, I mean, he was a grown-ass man. He got me in college. It was not quite like Bo and Boz, like goal line. He was a toss to the right, so it was the same area of the end zone. But – I had to get over a block and then I laid out and I grabbed him and then he just like kind of like spun me and like took me into the end zone. I was like, oh, that was embarrassing. Uh, Do you remember one where but, you got him? I mean, we've had battles. I, I don't think I ever got like a full, maybe there was one time there was an ISO and it was just me and him. And it was just one of the hardest collisions I've ever been a part of. And um, there's a picture somewhere online, but like, I think he still gained like a yard or two, even though I hit him in the backfield. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of masks you, moving forward but like yeah our face masks are just like smashed against our face Man. and i mean it's a pretty cool picture uh it looks like i'm winning in there but I, I don't think i think you still gained a yard or two on me. when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object or whatever yeah. madden would have said about that yeah, man. Hey, I was going to talk about the TV show Alone on Netflix, but I'm going to throw that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that was way more interesting. You ready to start the show? Spin it. If you want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. Tech 12, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Tech 12, every episode 12, hot takes, and we repping for Seattle, my place. Tech 12. 
the Take 12 Podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Whether you're listening in audio form or checking us out on YouTube, we are on YouTube. There are clips. There are some full episodes. There are some old interviews, some hot takes, all kinds of stuff on YouTube. Check out the Take 12 channel. I'm lifelong Seahawk fan. Brett Davern, born and raised in Edmonds, Washington. And he is your Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu. Thank you, producer Katie and the studio audience. <laughs> Live studio audience. Hey, we are your Seahawks podcast that is hitting the road with the team this season, everybody. If you want to travel with the the your favorite Seahawks podcast... And, yeah. and also follow the team around. Let's do that this year. Go to Take12Travel.com. We are going to four away games this season. We're going to be in New York for the Giants, L.A. for the Rams, Dallas for the Cowboys, and Tennessee for the Titans. If you want to travel with us, go to Take12Travel.com. We have airfare discounts that are available for the first travelers that get over there and book right away. Um, they are selling fast, so get over there and at least reserve your spot. I think there's a way you can put in a deposit. These parties are going to be wild. There are chances to meet your favorite Seahawk legends along the way at exclusive uh, meet-and-greet dinners. Also, there's tailgates pregame. We got, uh, the packages include game tickets and hotels and transportation to and from the airport. They have all kinds of stuff included. You can choose to choose... Uh, Wow, I'm talking too fast. You can choose to do three-night trips, two-night trips. There's all kinds of different options. Jump on Take12Travel.com. Lofa, a word about the trips? I think there's a stadium tour in there, too, if I'm uh, not mistaken. That's right. Is that correct, Producer That's right. Katie? That's right. A private stadium tour is mm-hmm. included. Also, How do we get that? you got to go to Take12Travel.com. Because we know what uh, we're doing, man. We know people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so if you want to see that venue... That's right. Show you all about it. Hey, also, I, I haven't been to two of them. I haven't SoFi and uh, what's the other one? Dallas. I haven't. I haven't. I've been there as a coach to to the Dallas one, to Jerry's World, but I haven't been to uh, SoFi yet. You've been there, though, right? It's yeah. Huge. Oh yeah, it's huge. Huge. Oh yeah, huge. So cool. One huge. of the wonders of the world. Um, I was going to say something, and I, oh, <laughs> we'll be joined by a special mystery guest uh, live from Seahawks camp. Uh, he's a player. <laughs> he's one of the players. Uh, we've heard that he might be a little late, though. Uh, they're doing walkthroughs or something that players do, Lofa. <laughs> and, uh, he'll be joining us a little bit later, and you'll find out who that is and all of that stuff. Thank you for joining the show. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk some Seahawks. Um, first of all, I am pissed that we haven't had a game yet. Like, what What in the world? The Hall of Fame game was like three weeks ago or something. I don't even Feels know. like it. Like, we don't even play until a couple days from now. So what is happening in Seahawks land, Lofa? Like, what, what are the storylines with this team currently that you're following? Um, some good, some not so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one that I'm paying most attention to is the injuries are mm-hmm. piling up. Yeah. And, you know, that... You know, I, I spoke that we have a lot of depth. Well, we're going to, it's going to be tested early uh, in this preseason because I don't know if we have a single running back healthy right now. I think Charbonnet did return to the field, but he had a non contact shoulder injury that 
uh, we were worried about or monitoring and uh, out indefinitely turned out to be two days. So, oh, wow. We have a visitor. Uh, yeah, What's I, up, brother? <laughs> yes. I saw it popped up on the Zoom. It said iPhone wants to enter the chat. And I thought, ah, what the hell? Let's go for it. And then up pops Nick Ballore. I know. I, I need to get a cooler title on my thing. Sorry, I'm on a cell phone here. It's uh, budget cuts. No, I love it. I love it. Nick, what's up, man? Thanks for joining the show. Uh, it's a nice, uh, nice to be on. A little break from camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as I love camp, it's nice to be uh, sitting in an office and doing a podcast instead. Yeah, well, you're early. We heard you were going to be late because there was like a walkthrough or something, And but you're early and we appreciate that because as Lofa says... On time is five minutes early. Oh, mm. absolutely. It's one of I learned rules. that from him. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go. give you guys a little, uh, I'll give you guys a little. Only fans, huh? <laughs> this is going to put our ratings yeah. through the roof. I like yeah, it. You yeah, He's got the undershirt on that, that it looks like you, you, now you cut that yourself. I'm glad you didn't go too far. That, that, in, that half an inch, that, that, is that the ticket? <laughs> <laughs> you get a little, little trap, or you get a little chest hair, and then, the uh, you know, yeah. it does its magic. Yeah, nice. Hey, uh, speaking of camp, we know you don't have too much time, so I just want to get into it here, Nick. Um, you've been around for, for forever, like Lofa and I were talking about, <laughs> man. You are a vet. But camp is, uh, you know, a lot of times the fans are always, they're looking at the young guys. Who Who's impressing you out there, and what do you think of this class of rookies coming in? Uh. It obviously pains me to say, but they are a pretty good class of rookies. Now, we haven't gotten to a, a road game yet where they they have to get food for us, so that's a big test. Uh, that's much more important than anything they could possibly do on the field. Um, but, uh, you know, I, they are really good. And, you know, there's like there's guys at every position that are really, um, I think, making like splash plays. I don't know any of their names because I don't care to learn them quite yet, but – um they haven't no, earned that yet no exactly but uh i mean like yesterday Derek hall the d end outside linebacker is bull rushing guys long arming them and it's mm. like pretty impressive uh you know he's a you know explosive dude on the edge uh which is great to see and you know jsn catching the ball all over yeah. the place um i mean it kind of goes on and on and um even, you know, you got undrafted guys that are doing great, you know, just uh, Christian Young and, and uh, Pat O'Connell in our room are doing great uh, at linebacker, just kind of learning the stuff. And uh, I get to kind of watch them progress day to day, which is great. But um, but that's that's quite enough about the rookies, I suppose. <laughs> right well, then let's let two vets talk. Lofa. OK, Nick, you're 13. Is it 13 for you? Yeah. Holy shit, my man. Well, first of all, congratulations. Um, I, I only saw six and a half, so you're twice the savage I was. Uh, no, 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 no. How much has camp changed since your rookie year uh, back with the Jets uh, to now? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that's when you first hear about it, you're like, you roll your eyes because it's like any – story from a boomer you hear it's like oh i know we play you know we didn't have we had helmets and no face masks and stuff like that but uh i came in i have to say i have it i had it kind of easy because i came in the lockout year so that was right when they changed the rule so there was no two a days 
Um, yeah. So it's kind of been like this, but um, you, you know how it like it's it's unbelievable having camp here, being able to have it at your own facility, which doesn't always um, happen. Like teams travel to different places and are sleeping in dorm rooms and stuff like that. So a huge thing for us, we have such a nice facility. It's like you might as well use it. So we're here, which is great. Uh, the weather is like perfect. Um, and, you know, the coaches take care of us. And, um, you know, an old guy like me, they take care of me. There's really no complaints. But it's gotten like exponentially better year to year to year as things go on, which the coaches would probably say it gets worse and worse and worse every year because they can't quite uh, grind us <laughs> as hard as they want to. Um, but on the player side, it's it's really awesome. And I think uh, cutting it down to three preseason games is great because, um, you know, you get you're working against other teams and then you have that extra week before the first uh, game of the season, which is always kind of, it's kind of weird and takes some getting used to, but um, I think it's nice because you can really kind of start to like hone in on the team you're playing because a lot of the preseason is getting young guys ready to play in those preseason games. And then, um, you know, once that's over with, you know, the work begins. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, and I was saying right before you popped on, I am pissed that you guys haven't played a game yet. What the heck? I'm waiting, man. Like the, the Hall of Fame game was forever ago, but uh, this Thursday the Vikings um, coming in, right? And uh, man, I'm just I'm just so excited, and uh, you guys got to be excited to to get out there and get in front of the twelves again, right? Uh, yes, very excited to get in front of them. However, I was horrified when I remembered that I actually played on the Jets with the Vikings head coach. So, guys, that's kind of matriculating through the locker room. And that is a bad look for me because they already think I'm ancient. And then I was like, yeah, I actually played with Kevin O'Connell. You know, so I'm like, oh, no. I'm, I'm sure he loves it because he's like, hey, guys, look, I, I uh, there's guys still playing that I played I with. Play like, with. Oh, I've got this cool young head coach. And then the guys look at me and they're like, oh, my God, you played with their head coach. That's insane. So I think it works the opposite for both of us. But that was kind of a wild little thing realization it was like in the middle of the night i was like I, I was he was with me my rookie year <laughs> or maybe even my second year what is the um, thing you yeah what is the most old guy thing you're out of touch with with these young guys around there like is there just something they're into that you just have no frame of reference for because for me it's like tiktok and Nick, stuff do i don't know even know floss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even think they're doing that no yeah, that's, I would like to think that's that. like even <laughs> that shows you how <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a that's a boomer. Katie, I don't uh, think you're with it alert. either. <laughs> I know I know Lofa loves to do that, but no, it, uh, no, I'm not on TikTok. They asked me the other day to do some media nonsense with TikTok, and they're like, "You know the trend?" I'm like, "No." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I'd like to think. You know, I mean, you guys have talked to me. You see the you know the gear. I think I still got it. I think I'm pretty pretty hip to these young uh young cats so uh no i i don't think my cover's been blown too bad yet but Good. um it's a daily struggle it's way well, way harder than playing football is is well, what about keeping yeah, up with stay cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well just even like do they get any of the movie references or any kind of jokes that you? oh drop? oh this is good yeah so i i had like a little thing in special teams and i showed like a clip from uh goodfellas uh, the Wire, Sopranos, and American Gangster, and I could tell nobody. There's like five. It's like me, Izzo, the Tracy. It's me and the coaches, and that's that's half of my uh, 
I pride myself on some some highbrow jokes from every once in a while. And pretty much it kind of like when I do it in a full meeting room, it's like you hear the coaches in the back laughing. A couple of the older guys might giggle. And then you kind of hear people whispering to themselves. They're like, I have no idea what he's talking about. So, <laughs> crickets. Yeah. So that's kind of how it all works. I try the material out of my wife. She says, that's that's heinous. You can't say that in a meeting. I go, okay, this is going to kill. And then I do it in the meeting <laughs> and uh, pretty much just get laughs from some of the coaches. And, uh, but, you know, I'm just playing to my audience. <laughs> I remember when we played way back in the day. Like when you even when you were in college and high school, Holmgren used to make us do two live periods a day. And I'd imagine Rex Ryan probably ran a pretty intense camp. Um, do you think there's anything to that? The correlation? I, we don't have to talk about anybody's specific injury, but like just the fact that it, it happens at every team, you're seeing it more and more frequently. Yeah, I mean, it always kind of tends to happen, I think, uh, you know, getting back into because you know how it is. You can do all the workouts or whatever you want to do in the off season, but there's nothing quite like getting back out there at practice. Um, you know, I think, uh, you're always going to have, you know, there's guys flying around and, and things happen. And it's just one of those things that, uh, a lot of it's just being unlucky and, and they always kind of tend to pile up like around this time. And then guys kind of get acclimated to like the increase. I mean, it's, it's definitely not what it was, but, uh, the increase, you know, just running and being out there and stuff, I think, and moving different directions you haven't done in a while, um, you know, we'll get guys here and there, but, um, I, I think, you know, they do so a good job of go so ahead. What's your secret then? I mean, 13, just mashing yeah. heads for 13 years. What a beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, um, you know, it's not like some hardo thing like, oh, these young guys are soft. Like when we not like uh, us, guys. but you know, I, I think um, there's not really that cool of an answer. I mean, I think my like working out hard in the off season um, helps me stay healthy, knock on wood. But um, you know, they obviously take care of me very well here, which is great. And you know, I'm, I'm geriatric now, so they have to kind of do that. They, they they were asking if I wanted a colonoscopy during my physical. I'm like, dude, I'm not quite. I yes, I will do it, but no, I, I don't. I don't think technically I meet the age requirement for it, though. But it's it's um, it's it's one of those things that um, <laughs> you know. I think a lot of it happens in the off season. You know, guys taking care of themselves, and and, and they also have to learn like the routine of of, uh, you know, the older guys, which, you know, yeah. you start to, we only get so much time together in the off season. So I think now is a good time that guys can kind of like look over and see, you know, certain guys that stay healthy or whatever and what they yeah. do. And hopefully something rubs off on them and, the, and they, they get it. Yeah. Well, you, you and Bobby, uh, sorry, Brett. I just, I mean, those are, they couldn't have two better examples in that room, um, or on that team as leaders and then about how to take care of yourself and, and, you know, get to work and kick ass man so i'm excited yeah, for the young guys i hope they're listening to everything you guys say including the jokes because the jokes are a one <laughs> yeah they got to learn that stuff too well that was that was where i was going next actually uh was to bobby because bobby's back 
uh, you know, I mean, I'd like to think the Take 12 podcast had something to do with that, with our thank you Bobby, thank you, Bobby. shirts and signs at the last game last year. You know, he saw He that. mentioned that, I think. Yeah, I think he mentioned that. He was, he got, he teared up and he mentioned that. Uh-huh. Was, yeah, he was, it was, he was talking about it in the locker room, I'm sure, when he came back. But no, Nick, I mean, what's it like to have uh, 54 back on the team? I mean, it's great. It's like, uh, I think I've said it some, but it's kind of like, um, everything feels right now. It felt weird not having him here and there's no real, like, I mean, obviously he's a great player and all that stuff, but just day to day in the locker room, you know, in the meeting rooms, it feels like it's, um, like he's where he's supposed to be. And when he wasn't here, I was like, man, it feels like a, a piece of our team is missing and uh, to have him back, I think means the world to, you know, definitely the defense and uh, the team, but, and obviously on the field more than anything, but uh, in the locker room, I think it's huge. Yeah. It was cool to see him out there at camp when producer Katie and I were there. Um, I grabbed a quick selfie with him (laughs) and we also got him to sign the official Seahawks yearbook, uh, him and Tyler Lockett, I think, signed it. We didn't even we didn't see you out there, Nick, or at least, or get it get that chance. But um, we are giving day? did he get a veteran? We are day? giving that yearbook away. From, yeah, from signing. Yeah, I, I try not to do that. Did Lock try to sell you guys a house? <laughs> 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 not right then, but he did ask me if I was interested in selling mine. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, we are giving we away that signed yearbook. If you guys want that, uh, send us an email. We'll enter you in the drawing. Quick reminder about that. Um, Nick, before we get, we get you out of here, I have a silly little game for you. We were talking about the old school. We were talking about some vets. I want to play a game that I'm calling Fullbacks Galore with Nick Balor, and okay. where I describe an old fullback to you, and let's see if, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you can guess who this is. Sounds like fun? <laughs> yeah, it's tons. Yeah, he's, he's, I actually he's have a to history go. buff. I gotta go. <laughs> all right, wait. Well, let's hit the wayback machine. This is an old one. All right, fullback number three, born in nineteen oh eight. What? <laughs> General Custer. I don't know. Like, uh... Six foot two, two twenty six. Went to Minnesota, though. So from up north and played for the he was Chicago 6'2", Bears. 226 back then. Mm-hmm. He Monster. must have been. He wasn't an offensive lineman. This might be like the most famous uh, fullback possibly of all time. Uh, Chicago Bears, 1930 to 1937. But uh, those are the. Also, I was in middle school. How am I supposed to know that? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll give you a second cool. to think about it. I'll give you another clue. Yeah, no, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll come up with it at any second here. His first, no, no- his first name is also the nickname of an NFL team, actually. Which is a weird clue. Who is it? Just say it. Is it, uh, is it, what, I don't know if he played, is it Bear Bryant? Ooh. He did Bear play for Bryant? the Chicago Bears, but it's Bronco Nagurski. Oh, uh, see, come of on, course. that's how the game is played. We're so Jeez. close. I, I, I don't know if I would have gotten that if you gave me four weeks. <laughs> I'm just trying to be the, yeah, I'm trying to blaze a new trail as fullbacks. I don't, I don't look to the past. With you don't stuff. look to the past? There you go. <laughs> thanks, Nick, for your time on the show, man. We love you. Um, thanks for stopping by and being a friend and uh, go kick some ass on Thursday and the rest of the season. Will do. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate you, brother. See you, love. Fucking year 13. Always a good time. When Nick Malore stops by. Jeez. 
Wow. Um, I'm I'm a little surprised you didn't know his friend from the north though that played fullback. I'm gonna say sorry. I'm gonna Dude, by the way, though, for one second, dude was, what did we just say? Like 260, whatever? Dude was eating. 226. What was he? I mean, how many wiener schnitzels is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's called a segue, everybody. Absolutely. Uh, Shout out to our sponsor, uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Two locations up there in Western Washington, Everett and Fife. Go on in, mention the Take 12 podcast, get a free small soda with any other purchase. Wiener Schnitzel. Don't you guys don't sleep on Wiener Schnitzel. It is freaking delicious. If you haven't done it for lunch in a while, do it. And then also attached to Wiener Schnitzel is Tasty Freeze. Yum. If you're going somewhere else for ice cream, you're doing it wrong. Like John Cougar Mellencamp knew what was up. <laughs> right? Who? Go get a chili dog at the Tasty Freeze. That's a Jack and Diane reference. Wow. The people get it. Anyway, Wiener Schnitzel, everybody. Lofa, come on. Jack and Diane? No? Is that, an, is that a movie? It's a song. It's a song. A little I thought ditty. he was an actor. About Jack and Diane. No? Anyway, two American kids doing the best that they can. Listen, uh, back to the Seahawks. Headline with the Seahawks, uh, D. Eskridge suspended six games Personal conduct policy. They're not really talking much about it, but it's a six-game suspension. Um, you know, he was having a good camp as a football player and all of that stuff. Uh, it leads me to just think about the depth in the room and think about the guys who have to step up. Uh, Lofo, what did you think? Yeah, it's unfortunate, and um, but like speaks to the depth because you know the mock game. There's a couple guys that they said really stood out mm-hmm. on top of you know JSN and, and and I don't think Lock played, but Metcalf and. Um, there's two young guys, one that I spoke about, you know, in, uh, right before the draft, uh, or after the draft, when our post, uh, draft wrap up, it was, uh, Matt Landers. They said he's been turning heads. He's one of the fastest in this, um, you know, recruiting class or draft class. And another guy who yeah. actually, Matt Landers also sounds like a character from varsity blues. Like <laughs> it's like a perfect name, bro. He's like six, five, 204, four all day. Wow. And so they they're getting him right over there and that that's a real weapon for for Gino and then there's another guy who is also about 6465 a Massachusetts product shout out to Massachusetts oh. uh he's also a Bruin but uh Jake Bobo and this is a guy that I didn't bring up um in the last uh last podcast we did but he the guy is hard to cover and I mean, he doesn't really get separation on the routes in terms of speed wise, you know, he's not what Landers is, but the size and body control and setting guys up, it's almost like, like we always talk about with Lockett and the spatial awareness and knowing how to attack a guy's leverage. This kid does it at six, five, six, four, whatever he is. And, uh, and he's got great hands and, and body control. So uh, the depth there is really gonna gonna help us because D was having an unbelievable offseason and training camp. And so you know we'll look forward to getting him back, you know, week seven, mm-hmm. whenever whenever that that's up. And uh I just can't emphasize how dangerous this offense is gonna be if if we can just get one healthy running back. Yeah. 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 That's one thing that scares <laughs> oh, me. Oh hold on. I know what we gotta do. Um we're playing commercials in the middle of the show. So let's just play those and then we'll be right back. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back. I don't like the preseason. I like that they shrunk it by one game. Let's shrink it by another one and then some more. I don't, like, what's the point of, I know you got to kind of get ready, but two games would be enough, right? Even one game I, would be enough. How about a couple of just scrimmages against other teams would be enough behind the scenes, right? Two games is enough. You know the majority of your roster that's going to be set. Um, the only thing that changes that is an injury, right? right? And But so these, these games are really just for the young guys to see because – I don't care how well you practice. I know, you know, Pete's always emphasized that practice is everything because, yeah, it's your preparation for the game, the upcoming game. But there's a lot of guys that they they freeze or shrink when, you know, the, the moment of truth and the lights are on and the crowd's there. You, you know, whether it's whatever reason it is, they're just really great at practice. They know what to do. But then now it's time to, like, put it to action. And it's like they almost, like, just yeah. uh, okay. freeze up. So that's really only what we want to see in preseason is how do they perform when the coach isn't on the field and it's for real. Yeah. And, you know, that's when some of the stress that, you know, yeah. players feel. I know. I'm just jacked up, man. I just want to <laughs> count, man. I'm like ready to go, you know? <sighs> I'm ready for red zone. Just all day. <laughs> I know. Nine hours or whatever, just nine, nine hours, hours of nonstop football, action. Man. Just go grab a fifty-one Savage Pilsner, crack it open. <laughs> you know, sit there. Oh man, I can't wait. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? That's the episode for this time, everybody. I'm calling it. That was a good one. Shout out to Nick Belor for stopping by. Um, I can't like I like I said, I can't wait for them to finally strap it up on Thursday and get after it against Thursday. the Vikings. It'll be down there at, at Lumen. So if you're going down there, enjoy the game. Tell your friends about the Take 12 podcast while you're out there. Are you going? I believe I'm going. Oh. You going to be in a suite somewhere? Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or maybe I'll be in the 300s funneling beers. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. Send me the video. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we just arm you with some 51 savages, like, you know, cases under your arms. You walk the aisles, passing them out. That's your beer here. Yeah. Like Lumen's your living room. <laughs> hey, what's up? You need a beer? <laughs> you look parched, my friend. Well, I saw you in that video from the tap room. That's all you serve. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> that's right. That's all you're going to get, too. Hey, check out our sponsors, EpicSeats.com. If you're looking for seats, whether buying or selling, check out EpicSeats.com. Mention Take 12. Get an extra 12 bucks when you're selling or take an extra 12% off when you're buying more than $100. Also, check out Delta Airlines. Sign up for their 12s program and get all the benefits of that at Delta.com. The only air carrier of the Take 12 podcast. Um, what else, producer Katie? That's it? That's it. All right, we're out of here. Nice. We'll see you next week when we break down 
whatever happened in the first preseason game and then finally start looking towards more games and getting this season officially really rolling. Come on, Lofa, break it's us exciting. down. It's exciting. It's almost here. Break us down. Thursday is going down. Game time on three. One, two, three. Game, game time. time. Who? Who? <laughs> Recording stopped. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.